533. Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. Deuteronomy 8.6. Observe the commands of the Lord your God walking in obedience to him and revering him. Deuteronomy 10.12 And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Deuteronomy 26, 17. You have declared this day that the Lord is your God and that you will walk in obedience to him, that you will keep his decrees, commands, and laws, that you will listen to him. Deuteronomy 28, 1. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands, I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on the earth. Joshua 22.5 Be careful to keep the commandment and the law that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you. To love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, to keep his commands, to hold fast to him, and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. And lastly, 1 Kings 2.3, and observe what the Lord your God requires, walk in obedience to him, and keep his decrees and commands to his laws and regulations as written in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go. And today I'm coming to you with a powerful message from the Lord in regards to obedience to God. There's many scripture that we read already in regards to the obedience that the Lord requires from us as his children, as servants of God in regards to um, the obedience that he requires in following after his commands. And as he speaks to us, that we are careful to listen and be obedient. And obedience is not just saying, okay, God, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to follow after your command. But the Lord also says to when, that when he speaks, that we not only hear, but that we're obedient to do what he asks us to do. Deuteronomy 26, 17. It says, you have declared this day that the Lord is your God. 
and that you will walk in obedience to him, that you will keep his decrees, commands, and laws, that you will listen to him. That you will listen to him. Not only are you accepting him in salvation, and not only are you keeping his decrees, his commands, and his laws, but you are obedient to listen to him, and you're obedient to follow his commands, his decrees, and his laws. Not just following after his laws, not just following after his decrees, not just following after the word of God. All of those are great. But the key thing here is to not is to listen to him. It says listen to him and be obedient obedient to follow his decrees, his commands, and his laws. If we do that, if we listen to him, following after him, then and only then Will we be prosperous, it says. In First Kings it's a, 3.14, it says, And if you walk in obedience to me and keep my decrees and commands, as David your father did, I will give you a long life. We'll be prosperous. In First Kings 2.3, it says, And observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him. And keep his decrees and commands, his laws, and regulations as written in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go. We want to be prosperous. We want to have a long life. We want to be successful in life. We want to follow after the perfect will of God on our life. We must walk in obedience to the commands, decrees, and the laws of God. And anything outside of walking in obedience to the commands, the laws, and decrees of God... When we're walking in our own self-righteousness, we're walking in our own self-centeredness, we're walking in our own way of thinking, we're walking in outside of the protection of God and the hand that's up over us because we are no longer being obedient if we're, if we're not following after his commands, his decrees, and his laws, and if we're not listening to him. In Psalm 128.1, it says, Blessed are all who fear the Lord. See, the first sign of being obedient to God is to fear him. There are many that don't fear the Lord. So it's easy for them 
to be disobedient to what God is asking them to do. To make excuses. To say just flat out, no, God, I will not. No, I don't want to follow after your laws. No, I don't want to follow after your decrees. I know you're commanding me to go here. I know you're commanding me to do this. I feel the Spirit of God leading me in this direction, but no, I will not go. No, I will not do this. No, this can't possibly be you because it doesn't even make sense, so I'm not going to do it. You don't fear God. Man of God, woman of God, child of God, you're not fearing God. And your first sign of walking in obedience to God and his commands is to fear him. You want to live a long life, start fearing the Lord. You want to be successful and prosperous in your life, start fearing God. In Jeremiah 7.23, it says, But I gave them this command, Obey me, and I will be your God. And you will be my people. Walk in obedience to all I command you, that you, that it may go well with you. This is a really powerful scripture. Jeremiah 7.23, it says, but I gave them this command. Obey me. He's saying, I gave them this command, obey me. It's a, it, a, being obedient to God is a command. It's not a choice. See, the thing is, is that we think that this is a choice that we have. Being obedient to God is a choice. It is not a choice. It said, it is a command. I gave them this command, obey me. And then I will be your God and you will be my people. You want to know if God is your God? Yes, he created all of us. But not all of us are children of God. Not all of us he claims as his children. You want to know if you're claimed as his child of God? It says that he commanded us to obey him. And then he will be our God. And we will be his people. It says, walk in obedience to all I command you. That it may go well with you. Many of us are dealing with so much stuff in our life is not going well. We're not prosperous. We're not successful. We haven't lived a long life. We've got medical conditions and health problems. It's not going well with us. Why is it not going well with us? struggling day after day over the same situations and the same issues. Check your heart to see if you've been obedient to the following after the commands of God. Or are you following after your own will? He will give us a permissive will and allow it. He'll allow us to walk in it because, first of all, he's not going to force us to follow him. It is a command, but he will not force us. It's not a dictatorship. It's a command, but not a dictatorship. Because the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He commands that this is what we do if we want God to be our God. And if we want to be accepted as his people, if we want to be prosperous and successful and live a long life, then it is commanded that 
we be obedient. When we fear God. And follow after the will of our Father up in heaven. Second Chronicles 6.31, it says, So that they will fear you and walk in obedience to you all the time they live in the land you gave our ancestors. If we want to stay in the promises of God, if we have been promised a path that God is wanting to put us on, we want to stay in the promise of God, God's what she gave our ancestors as well. We must fear him and walk in obedience. Are we doing that? Are we being obedient and following after the command of God? Are we listening to him? Are we fearing him? Don't say yes if you're really not doing that. Check your heart. Who are you following after? Who are you listening to? Are you listening to the voice of God? Are you listening to your own self or something or someone else? If God tells you to do something, are you being obedient to do it? Are you questioning what God is telling you to do and doing the opposite because it doesn't make sense? And then are you saying that it is not God? God is not going to make sense to you. You cannot understand his ways because he's so powerful and almighty. We're dust from the land that are barely even understanding how we got here. We are not going to understand an all-powerful and almighty God in all of his ways. But he knows what's best for us. He knows why he asks us to do what he asks us to do. He knows why he tells us to go where he asks us to go. He knows why he's doing what he's doing. Because he's all-powerful and almighty and he can see our future. He knows what is best for us. But are we being obedient to follow after that which God has told us to follow after. We wonder why it's not going so well for us. Why we're not living a long, long life. Why we're not successful and prosperous. Why we're not claiming the promises of God. That he promised our ancestors and our generations. Why we're not receiving that blessing. We wonder why. We have to look into our heart. And stop following after our own permissive will. If we want the perfect will of God, we must fear God and follow after his commands. Be obedient and follow his decrees and his laws. Follow what the Lord is speaking to your heart to do. Obedience is sure greater than sacrifice. And when it says obedience is greater than sacrifice. Just think of it. Jesus was a sacrifice, but God is saying being obedient is even greater than a sacrifice. It's powerful. Are we being obedient to the voice of our God, or are we being obedient 
to something other than God. Stop trying to figure God out because you never will. Just say, yes, God, it doesn't make sense, but I'm going to give it all to you. I'm going to surrender my will to you. I'm going to surrender everything to you. I'm going to follow after your commands and your laws and be obedient. I'm going to shut my eyes and I'm going to jump off this cliff, whether it makes sense or not, because I fear you, God, and I want to follow you. If you fear God and want to follow after his ways, then give it all to him right now. Surrender yourself, your will, your permissive will, and everything that doesn't make sense. Surrender it all to him. And just say, yes, Lord, I will go. Yes, Lord, I will do. Yes, Lord, I will surrender to you because I fear you and I love you. And I want to follow after your ways. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up all those that are listening to this message, God, that in their heart, they truly want to be obedient. They've given up every prideful situation in their life that holds them bound from fearing you. They're saying, yes, God, I give up my permissive will. Yes, God, I give up my own way of thinking. Yes, God, I give up everything that I thought was right. I turn it over to you and I say yes to you. Yes, 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 I will be obedient to what you are asking me to do. I pray for them right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you strengthen them. You set them free from everything that stops them from being obedient to you. That they bow at the knee of Jesus and fear knowing God, that you are all powerful and almighty, but that you know what's best for him. They put their 100% trust in you, God, because they know that you know what's best for them. And they know that as they're Hiding under the shadow of the Almighty and trusting in you and being obedient and following after your commands, that whatever weapon that's formed up against them will not prosper, will fall a million times, will fall at the power of God and at the wing and the presence of the Almighty God that shelters that one trusting you. I give you praise and glory and honor, Lord, as we surrender today, as we give it all to you, as we allow you to be Lord of our life, and as we say, yes, God, we will be obedient. We will listen to you. We will follow after your ways. I give you praise, glory, and honor, Jesus, for sending your angels on an assignment to answer every single one of these prayers. We declare and decree that it has been done and that we are now following after you and your perfect will. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. understanding in all 
your ways. Submit to him, and he will make your path straight. How many people today want God to make their path straight? How many people are tired of going in this direction or in that direction and always ends up not being on the right path? The path of the Lord. And that can be very frustrating. I know it's very frustrating in my life. And God placed it on my heart today to talk to very many people that as well are are dealing with which path they need to be on. But Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 is a really key verse. It's a it's a, a key scripture that we should really meditate on. We should really just every word of that scripture apply to our life if we want to be on the path that God has called us to be on we must trust in the Lord with all of our heart and just to dissect this scripture for a little bit trusting in the Lord with all of your heart is just that. That's what it means. We could say, yeah, we trust in God. We trust in the Lord. But are we truly trusting? Are we truly trusting in God? It's hard to trust in something you can't see. As human beings, that's instinctual nature, is that whatever our eyes show us, that's really what we're trusting in. Wherever our eyes look to, that's what we're trusting in. We can't see God. But he says to trust in him. We can't see the Lord. But he says to trust in him. Not just to trust, but with all of our heart. Not with a fourth of our heart. Not with an eighth of our heart. Not even with half of our heart. He said with all of our heart. I don't know how many of us are really doing that. We're, we're trusting in a little bit here. Trusting in a little bit there. But to give God all of our heart... That's where we struggle. And we end up on wrong paths. Because we begin to trust in a lot of other things other than God. We begin to trust in people. We begin to trust in our own self. We begin to trust in the way it's always been done. We begin to trust in people of authority up over us. Sure, God can use 
whatever he wants to use and come through whatever vessel he wants to come through to let you know that it's him. And if he says, okay, yes, go and trust this person, go and trust this direction you should go, then that's what you should do. But first and foremost, every one of us need to check our heart and really see where we put our trust, where our trust lies. And if, if, if we're so used to always doing it ourselves, and we're so used to making every decision, and we're so used to only trusting what we see, only trusting what we know, then we're not trusting God. In order to trust God, it's going to take great faith because we're trusting now in something we don't know. And it's going to take great faith. And we have to realize it's going to take great faith to put not just some of our trust, but all of our trust, all of our heart, and give it to God. Give it to the Lord. In order to do that, we need to ask God to increase our faith to do so. And in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it also says, Lean not on your own understanding. And as human beings and as men and women of God or leaders or no, just uh, what we're used to doing, which is always trusting in our own understanding, because it's safe. That's where our comfort zone is. That's what we can, it's safe to trust more in what we understand. We don't understand things. Or when it's not clear then we're not going to trust in it. But sometimes our understanding is not going to be the understanding of the Lord. It's not going to be his way of thinking, his way of knowing, his, his way of leading. And if we're always used to only that we are going to move according to what we understand, we're going to go according to where we feel is safe. We're going to do according to what we feel we should be doing. We've left God out of the picture. He said, don't you know my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. That means that our understanding is our understanding. But it doesn't mean that our understanding is the understanding of the Lord or the thoughts of the Lord. And in order to not lean on our understanding, it's going to take great faith. This whole scripture will take great faith. To apply this scripture to our life, it'll take great faith. We read this scripture over and over. We hold on to it. But are we applying it to our life? We can quote it. We can do all these things with this scripture, but are we truly applying this to our life? We need to look in our heart 
really to understand, oh, are we really following after this scripture? Most of us, most of us are going to say no. Almost three-fourths of people, they do not put their whole trust in the Lord, their whole heart in the Lord. Most people, they, they do not put their complete understanding in the ways of God, and they're leaning on their own understanding. Another part of the scripture, it says, in all of your ways, submit to him. stress it again at all and I want to stress it again I feel very strong the unction of the Holy Spirit when I'm saying this in all in all of your ways not in some of your ways but in all of your ways submit to him and then he will make your paths straight. We want to walk on the path that the Lord has made for us. If we, if we want to not walk on the crooked path, but on the straight and narrow path that the Lord has set out before us, if we want to be in his perfect will and stay on that path, we have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. We cannot lean on our own understanding. We must submit to him in every way. If he says go, Submit to him and say, yes, Lord, I will go. If he says, do this, submit to him and say, yes, Lord, I will do this. If he says, take on this responsibility, say, yes, Lord, I will. Take on this responsibility and I will trust you with all of my heart. I will not lean on my own understanding of what's going on. says to take this job take the job even if the job makes no sense even if financially it makes no sense take it if he says to marry this person or marry that person God puts people together for his kingdom purpose Lean not on your own understanding but trust in the Lord with all of your heart if he called it so it is. When we begin to lean on our own understanding and we're not trusting in the Lord, the things that God calls, we will abort. And we will abort it because we're trying to understand something that is not going to be completely clear until we've walked the walk and, and walked the straight and narrow path and, and, and fulfilled the purpose of God and what he's doing in it. We will abort what God is doing. And another reason the Lord is saying, don't lean on your understanding, on understanding, 
whether it's marrying a person or whether it's taking a job or whether it's adopting a child or whatever the situation may be that God is telling you to do. He's putting you on the path you need to be. And if we begin to lean on our own understanding and we, we have lack of trust in what God is doing and we're not submitting in all our ways, what will happen is the enemy will creep in and he'll begin to lead us off the path because now he's saying, this doesn't make sense. Why are you doing this? This person is really, really, really not called because y'all aren't even getting along. Are you serious about this job? They're not even going to financially be able to support what you're doing. Are you really serious that you should take this? That is leaning on our own understanding. All of those things are leaning in our own ways of thinking, not trusting God. Because if God said his ways on our ways and his thoughts on our thoughts, then we shouldn't lean on our own understanding. And we should submit in all of our ways. We should trust the Lord with all of our heart. Oh, we're going to, we're going to be, we're going to be so mixed up in which direction to go. And the enemy's going to take us on a path that God never designed for us to walk on. He's going to make this perfect, beautiful path that we think we're supposed to be on because it's going to make more sense. And we're going to say, well, yeah, this only makes sense. If we struggle with always making sure we're doing it on our own, if we struggle with that, we're going to, it's never going to make sense. But what we need to do is we need to begin to stop leaning on our own thoughts. Or we will always be on the wrong path. And if we want to finish this race, then we need to apply Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 in our life. And we need to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Leaning not on our own understanding, but submitting in all of our ways. That's the only way we'll finish this race. God is omnipresent and he's omnipotent. And it's going to take great faith to apply this scripture in our life. But if we do not apply the scripture, it's going to be difficult to continue to stay on the straight and narrow path. We're fighting an enemy that will do everything he could possibly do to take us off of the right path and put us on the wrong one. Don't let him paint a pretty picture for you. If that path that you're on doesn't make sense, if that path that you're on takes great faith and trust in God to fulfill it, know that you are on the right path. You are on the right path. 
Now begin to walk down that path. And don't look behind you. But continue to keep your eyes straight forward on the Lord. He's a loving Father and He will not lead you astray. He will never leave you astray. He'll always be right by your side. He just requires that we put hand in his hand apply our faith to his ways and allow him to lead us down that path by giving him complete trust in our heart by blocking out everything that our mind might think to bring us off the path and by submitting to him Lord, I pray for everyone listening right now. Lord, it is going to take great faith. And Lord, I ask right now that you deposit that faith. Open up the window of heaven. You said to each is given a measure of faith, God. And I pray for those who truly want to apply Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 into their life. That you will deposit the faith. To trust in you with all of their heart. That you will stop them from leaning in their own understanding. And that you will help them to submit. Because, Lord, they desire, and we all desire, to finish this race. Help us to trust you more. Help us to trust you more, Lord. Help us to trust you more, Lord. Holy Spirit, help us to trust our Father up in heaven. He is a loving Father and the one we should be putting our trust in. God, I thank you that you keep us on the straight and narrow path. All the days of our life the days of our life. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen.